Hey, good people, how we doing? How we doing? How we doing? For those of y'all who are coming back, thank y'all so much. You know, we appreciate you. You know, we love you. We welcome you. We make space for you. You could be anywhere in the world. I thank the Lord that you're here with me. For those of you who it's your first time checking out Good Radio, welcome, welcome, welcome. I pray that you uh, listen to the other episodes. This is Good Radio Live, so if people do come into the uh, IG live room, we'll be engaging with them. But it is a, a Friday night, so I don't know what's going to happen, but we have something to talk about here. <clears throat> so let's just get right into it. I wasn't going to talk about it, but... I feel it necessary since it's such a part of the conversation. It's been a part of the conversation for a good, you know, couple of days now. And, and now, especially with the Red Table talk coming out, uh, the conversation about Will, Jada, and August Alcina, right? Um, I'm entitling this Entanglement. Um, let me start by saying this, right? I do not care about anybody's bedroom practices anybody's relationship practices as long as you're not hurting other people as long as you're not hurting one of mine as long as you're not hurting me then i don't think it's any of our business who's doing what and with who let's put that out there people have to do what work works for them people have to go in the way that they feel comfortable people have to do what they have to do to survive now do I agree with everything that people do, especially today's generation of uh, dating and how flippantly we date and how loosely we characterize love and relationships? No, I don't agree with that at all. I think that this generation is highly flawed when it comes to the concept of commitment, when it comes to the concept of love, when it comes to the concept of just just not being not doing anything for anybody right and i want to talk about that a little bit right just 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 to give a little pretext to or a little context rather to what um i'm going to get into right the reason why i say that this generation is super flippant towards relationships and why that's uh, kind of egregious to me is the fact that we sell ourselves so cheap. Love is a thing that at its most powerful gives life and at its most powerful can kill. And, and, and I don't only mean in terms of the jealous relationship or the, the, you know, abusive relationship. I'm talking about love at its most powerful can literally strip someone of life. Can, can I've seen relationships where two people are just lifelessly bonded to each other. I've seen relationships where people just go through the motions. I've seen relationships where people are so surface and so plastic and they uh, feel like they, they are obligated to relationships so much that it's not a real relationship at all. So with that being said, right, I think that this whole idea of 
the swipe right generation, right? The, the idea that love is so, and relationships are so disposable. To me, it's it's just, it's scary, first of all. To me, it's it, it puts me in the mind of a, a time where people feel like they don't need each other, right? You only need someone for a momentary fix. You only need someone just to kind of numb your loneliness temporarily. And it's never a thing where it's a committed relationship. It's never a thing where it's something that you, you feel like you have to go through and, and feel like you have to do self-work. And not only self-work, but work in loving that other person. And if you listen to the podcast before, you know, there for me, there's three uh, currencies for love. It's communication, commitment and compromise. Right. So with this right swipe generation, it kind of lessens the, the currency, it kind of cheapens the currency. You don't need to communicate if you can just get another date in five minutes. You don't need to compromise if you could just right swipe and keep on right swiping until you find someone that's willing to, you know, put up with whatever you want to put up with. You you don't have to uh, uh, do anything outside of your comfort zone. And anything worth having is requires you to get out of your comfort zone, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a friendship, whether that's a career, whether that's any anything worth having is worth sacrificing for, worth getting a little bit uncomfortable for worth growing for. And I fear that just this generation is losing the, the sense that you have to grow. The sense that you have to uh, evolve to be in love, right? It's a, it's a generation of, if they don't fit exactly what I want, when I want it, how I want it, then next. If they don't do exactly what I want, exactly when I want it next there's no sense of let's sit down and work if we if we really care about each other let's sit down and work in and, and figure this thing out let's sit down and work in and and try to find a a, a a balance a middle ground there's none of that in this generation it's so flippant it's so selfish self-centered self-centric and the thing is about about selfishness it's it's a it's a pretty smelling poison right because this generation the 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 if you listen to look at memes all day and look at uh ig stories and what people post all day you will think you they will have you thinking that it's good to be selfish that it's good to be self-centered that it's good to be self-centric that it's good to not Put any, uh, 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 not sacrifice any of yourself, not sacrifice any of your wants and needs, not your needs, but your wants, your momentary and temporary wants to accommodate other people. That's why we have the Karens of the world. That's why we have the, 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 I don't like to say Kyle's because my name is Kyle, but I call them the Peters of the world, right? That's why we have people that mistreat essential workers. That's why we have people that are so rude to people because we live in this self-centric society where it's all about us 24 seven. It's all about us, what we want, what we need, what, how we look. And we never take, and we very rarely take other people into account. And a lot of times the only time that we take people into account is when it benefits us. And as soon as we lose the incentive to look at other people, 
to care about other people. As soon as it's not a, a, a social currency or not a, a beneficiary thing, then we just walk away. But relationships are not going to always be convenient. Whether that's a romantic relationship, a friendship, a business relationship, it's not going to always be how you think it's going to be. It's not always going to be idyllic. I always say this, the only ideal, the only place that ideal relationships exist is inside the head of the person that's envisioning it. Idyllic relationships do not exist at all. People have problems. People are flawed. One of the most dangerous things in, in, in life is putting your expectation of how someone else should be on that person. Because then what happens is the person starts to feel uh, less about themselves. The person starts to feel hurt and and ashamed of who, of who they are, what they are. They try to change and fit themselves into this box, into this this pattern that's not them. And I know people who are who are in relationships and have been married for a long time, and they are never themselves. They haven't been themselves for years because they're always living up to this expectation. And that's even outside of relationships. That's just life in general. People who who just fit into this box and, and <laughs> never discover who they really are because they're always chasing who other people want them to be. So we'll get into it. I feel like, <laughs> and I want to do this in a way where I'm not being a chatty Kathy or chatty Patty or whatever you call it. I want to do it in a way where I'm not making it gossipy because it's not about that. I don't care about the individuals, right? I think the, 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 the lowest level of conversation is talking about people, right? For me, it always goes people, events, history, and then the ideas behind it. If you can get to the ideas behind people's actions and people's thoughts and people's whatever, that's how you create change. That's how you grow. If you stay, stay stuck on the people, that's how that's how the celebrity culture exists, right? I know, like, you know, Will Smith is a box office guy, and he's a very good-looking individual, and Jade is hot, and August Alcina can sing, like, you know. But if we get stuck in the people, then we never can apply it to our lives, and that's the important part. That's the important part. I was talking about this earlier today, and and pretty much all this week, we are in a meme culture where we are so we are so quick to read a meme. Don't even know if it's tested and, and tried and, and authenticated, but we read a meme that appeals to our momentary feeling. We repost it and we go on about our day. We don't apply it to ourselves. We don't make it bigger than what it is. All we do is just get the meme, look at it. Oh, uh, be selfish <laughs> with basically 80% of the memes are nowadays. Right. And, we keep on going and the memes that are good. We don't, we don't think to apply them. We don't think to, to actually get them into the fiber of our beings, right? They're not mitochondrial. So I don't want to talk about the, 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 
people, I want to talk about the ideas behind it, right? The idea that I want to kind of get into right now is monogamy, right? I feel like this generation, again, to how I was saying earlier about the right swipe and, you know, this generation in general does not like the idea of being of, of rules. <laughs> we don't like the idea of people telling us we have to be one way. We don't like the idea of people saying this is just how it is. In one sense, it's a great thing, right? In one sense, it's amazing because you can you can say, you know, nothing's impossible. I could do anything. I could be anything. I could achieve anything. On that sense, in that hand, it's great. But we take it so far where we live in this kind of fantasy Xanadu of a world this idyllic space where we can do anything and be anything and be anyone and do it. Da, da, da. And sometimes it, it escapes reality. Sometimes it escapes reality. Right. So that being said, we don't like to be in boxes, right? We, we like to do what we want, when we want, how we want. But when it comes to love, I feel like doing whatever you want, however you want. It takes away from the idea of, of being in a relationship. It takes two. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll come back to that number later, but traditionally, it takes two. If you're going to do what you want, be what you want, not sacrifice anything, not communicate anything, you know, not compromise anything. You're in a relationship with yourself. You are in, you are literally in a relationship with yourself and your quote unquote partner is the side person. How many relationships do we, do we know like that? Where you just, where uh, the one person is doing everything for themselves. They they just in a relationship with themselves. They go and they come and they they ba 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 ba. And the person who they're supposed to be connected with is just a side person, just a person along for the ride, just a person who is a is a attaché. It sets people up for for hurt it sets people up for hurt because listen i don't care how much you tell me you can't if you really care about someone if you really care about someone there's going to be a connection if you don't care about that person if you're just and this is the thing people use people as as bodies we have a, a tendency in this generation, right swipe generation, to use people and, and generations before, right? You know, where we have always been these visual surface creatures, but more so in this generation, we use people for the bodies. We use people for, oh, I, I just want to, you know, I just want to be held. I just want to, I, I want to cure or not even cure. I want to numb my temporary uh, pain or my temporary desire or my temporary feeling hot and heavy or whatever. So I'm going to use this person as, as appeal. 
I'm going to use this person as just a just a, a momentary means for getting over what I feel like I need in that moment. I need it at that time. Doesn't take into account the other person's feelings. Doesn't take into account how attached the other person is to, to the situation. Doesn't take into account how the person will react. Doesn't take into account what uh, 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 would happen in a, in a mental way, in an emotional way. It's all about us. So I, I, I was watching the interview and, and a little bit of it. I didn't invest that much time into it. I'm not going to lie. But I was watching it and I felt the saddest because uh, Miss Jada said that she she felt, paraphrasing, she felt alone. So she felt the re the need to find love somewhere else. And it goes back to this question, right? And this is a big question. Men of certain uh, ambitions have a hard time balancing the weight of relationships. Men of certain ambitions, though they are fighting to build something for their family, fighting to build something for their children, fighting to build some security for their partner, fighting to build um, legacy and, and uh, something to pass on to their generations. They often are so busy building that they forget to give time. And I, and I, I guarantee you, though we have conditioned ourselves in this relationship i mean in this generation uh you know the whole uh get the bag megan megan the stallion city girls you know uh not really caring about the love aspect of it just caring about the monetary aspect of it just caring about um the 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 exchange portion of it Right. We w women, I feel, have conditioned themselves to that because we as men have fallen off for so long. Not only ambitious men, but men in general, we, we have been selfish and we don't give fully. So if we don't give fully, what happens? We people condition themselves to survive on meager means. On menial uh the, the lowest level of love possible, the lowest level of of relationship possible the lowest level of interaction possible and that's just a physical connection that's just a surface connection so to go back to to this right and again i don't want to make it about the person but the idea the idea of of people not just men but people in general having such personal ambition that they're not willing to give up the eyes for the we not willing to give up the 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 you for the us right and they, they just see it as this sort of and i'm talking and i'm telling you so many people do it right I, I used to be the type of way i was actually i was never i don't think i was ever 
I, I'm, I probably was selfish. You know, you never see what you do outside your body. But I, I think I was more of a giver, right? I was selfish in other ways, but I definitely was more of a giver. Um, but, but people, again, that's why it's important to communicate because we all need something. And if we're unclear about what our partner needs, that leads to confusion. I said this before, if you are a person that needs time, that needs that, that person to person in face, cuddly affection, and all you get is the nice house and the beautiful cars and the name brand clothes and the comfortability. Now, some people require that. I mean, everyone should require that comfortability, right? But some people put that above the, the, the time and affection. Uh, but if you are not a person that cares about all of the physical, all of the, the material things, and you care about that time, that, that emotional investment, then you're going to lose each other. Because here you here you are, you have uh, a man or a woman that is working their, their fingers to the bone trying to provide for you. And, and you're sitting at home and you're saying, I'm waiting on you to, to provide love. I don't care about the money. I don't care about the things. I care about the love of it. And then on the other hand, you have some people who are so affectionate and so, some men to, so give. I, I'm one of those people where like it's almost a, a flaw where I'm so like, I want to give you love. I want to da, da 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 da. But sometimes people need their like need their space. Sometimes people will say, "Yo, you you around too much. Go out and do something. Go out and be something bigger than just a relationship." And that's important too. It's important to to define yourself outside of just a relationship. And, and that's and this is the thing when how you come into the relationship will amplify itself. That's a big point. That's a, I'll say that again. How you come into a relationship will amplify itself. For the main reason of. Completion. If you come into a relationship seeking completion if you come into a relationship as an incomplete in whole person that's not happy with yourself that feeling will amplify that feeling will persist that feeling will continue that feeling will grow throughout the entire relationship so if you are a person that's insecure about your body when you get into that relationship Guess what the number one thing is going to be between you and that person? It might not be a direct link, but a lot of arguments, a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of just misalignments are going to stem from that insecurity. That's why it's important. Um, and I was listening to Mike Todd talk about this. Um, it's important to master being single before you seek relationship. See, that's another thing we, when we use people to, to numb our loneliness, we're not mastering the art of being single. We're not mastering the level of life that's called single. If you can't sit and if you can't occupy your time with yourself, doing things by yourself, making your life fruitful, 
by yourself, then how do you expect to get into a relationship with someone else and not be super clingy, right? If you can't master, if you can't find security within yourself, find confidence within yourself, you're always going to be seeking it from that person. You're always going to be, and not only just seeking it to a, to a naggy extent, but you are going to develop certain resentments when that person can't provide that love for you. When that person can't provide, and, and not the love, but when that person can't provide that exact feeling that you want, that exact security that you want, that exact uh, um, addition that you want, you're going to build resentment. Right? Another important part, you got to, and I spoke about this before, you got to know who you are when you come in. You have to know who you are when you get into a relationship because you got to be able to communicate to the person what it is that you require. What is it that you require? So many times we we get into relationships and we just we just get into relationships to get into relationships. There's no intentionality. There's no um, resolve to really connect and be with one another and and love one another and go the distance with one another. There's no intentionality behind it. There's just you look you look cute, cool. Let's smash, cool. We could talk from, you know, now and then. Cool. I DM you sometime. Cool. I like your picture sometime. Cool. Like, it's, it's no intentionality behind it, right? If you got, if we're going to, for me personally, and again, I this is just me talking, right? My perspective, my opinion. If I'm going to invest, like a business, if I'm going to invest in you, I need to know that, I need to be assured that there's going to be a, an ROI, I need to know that there's going to be a yield to my investment. Now, if the yield that I'm looking for is only physical, that's that's one thing. Because that's a very temporary yield, right? If 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 you are dating a person or pursue or are being pursued by a person who is giving off the signs that the only return on investment that they're seeking is a physical one, run for the hills because as soon as they get you physically, then what's what what's the incentive for them to stay? What's the incentive for them to, to keep trying for you, right? We always say this, you never end up in a relationship with the same person that you go on the same date with, on the first date with, I mean. You never end up married to the person that you date. Because so many times we get to a place where we want this person so bad, we, we, we think we love them, right? But love without... Uh, commitment is lust. That's big. You need to write that down. Love without commitment is lust. I can say I love you all that I want, but if I'm not willing to sacrifice for you, if I'm not willing to stick it out uh, through the ups and downs, if not, if I'm not willing to give something more to you, if I'm not willing to grow for you, if I'm not willing to communicate with you, if I'm not willing to have some some hurtful truths given to me, deal with the deal with it and do the self-work, if I'm not willing to to actually expand myself and get to the level 
that you require, and if you're not willing to get to a, a deeper level or a higher level, uh, you know, then then we just lust each other. Lust is a desire that that doesn't require any work after you you get it, right? That's why a lot of times, and I talked about people liking the idea of something, but don't like the actuality of it. People love the idea of having a Bugatti, but if you found the, the uh, if, if you knew how much the parts cost and how much the upkeep was, you might not really like the actuality of having a Bugatti, <laughs> right? People like the idea of being in relationships. They like the idea of uh, posting cute little pictures on Instagram. They like the idea of being someone's um, relationship goals. They like the idea of being all cuddly with someone. But when they see the actuality and the work that goes into being in a relationship, they run away. That's what we do in Egypt. We run away. So you have to take self-assessment. You got to know, one, who you are. You got to know what you require, what the other person requires. And you got to be there for it. You got to be there for it. You, get, you can't just be flipping with it, right? So now let's get into, you know, relationship, boom, you in there. You found someone that they're, they're, they're good for you. And I'm going to circle back to this because this is what I really, I really want to get back to this. But um, you found someone that's there for you and you guys have uh, communicated. You guys have um, compromised and you guys are committing. You're in it for the long haul, right? But what happens when time, because like anything else, right? Everything that I'm looking at right now, everything living has an expiration date. Everything used to to sustain life has an expiration date, right? Nothing lasts forever. So what do you do when things change, situations change, and it puts you at risk for not feeling the same way? Well, I'll answer it like this. During uh, this quarantine season, I have had the opportunity to work out a lot, to put on some much needed weight. I, I don't want to get into the, the old story right now because that's not what we're talking about, but I was way too skinny and <laughs> way too out of shape. I've taken this time to bulk up, tone up, right? Now, that's all well and good when you have the time. It's all well and good when the situation is set for it. It's all well and good when everything is, when it's easy, when we have all the time in the world, when you don't have to go to work, when you don't have to do anything else. Okay, that's cool. Have 23 free hours, right? You can do whatever you want, right? But what happens when work starts back up? What happens when school starts back up? What happens when uh, businesses start back up? What happens when, you know, building a platform starts? What happens when the, the situation in the scenario isn't quite perfect for what we used to do? What what I used to, right? Like, like I had to deal with this this morning, right? I was up till, what, 7, 8 o'clock, something in the morning last night, uh editing videos and I and I was like wow I gotta I gotta get some sleep got, got a little bit of sleep 
But when I woke up, I was so tired. I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to do a thing. But if I really want that body to continue, if I really want that health to continue, if I really want to uh, make the, the, the young woman happy that <laughs> physically or whatever, right, I, I got to be able to commit past my point. got to be able to commit past my point of of comfortability i have to be able to commit past the point of just feeling good it's not always going to feel good it's not always going to be idyllic it's not always going to be the perfect prime situation but if you are really in it with someone now this is this is not talking about if someone's hitting you not talking about if someone's uh uh doing just egregious stuff right but if it is something that can be surmounted through communication if it's something that can be surmounted through sitting down and doing some hard self-work not to do that is egregious not to do that is is a flaw. I see so many relationships, right? Uh, and I've been in relationships like this too, where the, they call it the honeymoon phase, where everything is so nice and so kind and I love you. And, you know, we, we, we don't really know each other, right? We don't, really, we don't really know each other that well. But once you start to get to know the person, once the person starts to reveal, you know, th they start to um, declothe all of the parts of themselves that they put on in order to impress you, right? Like, I can wear a suit on the first date, but by the eighth month, I might be in some shorts and flip-flops. Just, <laughs> just a thing. But when people start to declothe and derobe, are you still going to be there? Can you still put up with if you and that's the thing about really channeling in and knowing getting to know a person before you make a leap into a relationship. That's the thing about really dis, like like intentionally deciding to enter into a relationship. That's the thing about not viewing relationships so flippantly. Because if you do it right, if you do it correctly, it can last for a long time. It could be so powerful. If you do it the right way, it can give you so much life. It can make you a better. Yo, I'm, let me tell you, there, there was one uh, that I was in that made me such a better person. Like an all around, like, like the, to the point where I was like, how was I living life? Like I was living wrong before, right? Relationships have the power when you really commit and there's a real exchange, they can grow you because you now have this person that is invested in you being a better person because they got to be they got to stay with you. Right. They're invested in you being a better person. You're invested in listening to them and communicating with them because you love them. So with that formula. Growth is assured. Because 
you know, th- there might be ego there. There might be, you know, you might be defensive. You might whatever, whatever. But if you really love that person, if you really care for that person, all of that eventually with, with the self-work is going to part. All those callous parts are going to be pierced and you're going to be able to to really look at that person and say, yo, this person really cares about me. This person's not doing it to hurt me. This person is doing it to help me. This person really loves me. This person is not just saying that <laughs> I need to do certain things because they want to be a jerk. Right. So what do you do when, when the, a person like that, a person that you, you y'all committed, y'all boom, boom, boom. And then situations change and a person steps out person brings another person into the sanctity of the relationship i i think and again i don't want to talk about the people because there's always been rumors and whispers and theories about their relationship so i want to take it higher than the the, the personal but the idea of not having enough self-control in a relationship that you feel a need to uh, make laws and bylaws about outer marital affairs or outer relationship affairs. And I don't think that that one, again, do whatever you want. I don't think it's healthy because it takes away from the com- the currency of commitment. How are you going to sit there and, and, and so what, what every time we have a fight, you're going to go run to your, your side boyfriend. That's another thing in this generation. We've normalized the idea of having side people on side people on side people on side people. And we're supposed to be connected. We're supposed to be working on us. How can you work? Focus. You know, the human body explains so much about the universe, right? How can you, you can't really focus on two things at once. If you focus in peripherally, if I'm looking over here, I can't really see uh, what's on my screen. So if we're supposed to be doing this, if we're supposed to be getting down, me and you, then how can we, how does this first person factor into that? Because it's supposed to be our thing. Maybe, I mean, if, the, if they're close enough, maybe you could uh, focus on them at the same time. But then how do you focus on two things at the same time? You can't serve two things at the same time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. Because they're going to require different things at the same time. And you're going to literally be splitting your, your love, splitting your commitment, splitting your 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 compassion, split, splitting your um, emotions, splitting your whatever. Between two, three, four, five, six, seven, ten, whoever, however many people. Focus. Focus. And discipline, that's the biggest thing. And and not only just in relationships, but everything. We want the we want the medicine. Mm. Oh, get your pen ready, write this down. We want the medicine, but we lack the discipline that goes with the prescription. So people want to be prescribed a cure, right? All right, cool. You lonely. Instead of, or, or you, you want to be connected with someone, boom, instead of numbing that pain and going and doing this and that and, and, and you know, smashing everything that, with, with legs, 
you get to a, a relationship, right? That's the that's the prescription. But if you're not going to take the medicine when the medicine should be taken, if you're not going to discipline yourself around uh, that, right, or if you're even dieting, right, if you're not going to discipline yourself around the diet, if you're not going to discipline yourself around the exercise, if you're not going to discipline yourself around the relationship, it's not going to work. Stepping out, having entanglements with people is a lack of discipline. It's a lack of, it says, it says, it says this is exactly what it says. You are not, and, and this is the person that's stepping out, this is the person that's stepping out, um, talking to the person that is being stepped out on. It says, literally, you are not fulfilling what I what I need right now. You are not, um, you are not fulfilling what I need right now. And instead of me talking to you, instead of me, instead of me talking to you, instead of me giving you uh, the communication necessary in order to grow us. I'm going to rely on somebody else. I'm going to step out. I'm not going to have the discipline necessary. I'm not going to have the, 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 the stick to itness to, to stick it out. It requires discipline. It requires like, Okay, I remember this, right? I remember this. I was in a relationship, and I was a jerk, right? I I was doing I was doing wrong. Not the not no extra extra relationship thing. That's never been my bag. But um, I was just being a jerky person, and I remember the, the the other person doing their thing. They went outside of the relationship. Now I as much as I wanted to forgive them. As much as I wanted to um, amend that that relationship, as much as I wanted to start over and try again, you don't ever really start over. You don't ever really try. You don't ever. You, you can try again, but you don't ever really start over because what's done has been done. And it's not to say that you don't forgive the person, but you always know in the back of your mind this person is willing to step out instead of communicate. This person is willing to take what we have, take our thing and give it to someone else. If I don't act right, if, if, if I don't, if I do one thing, if I do two, if I, if I, instead of communicating, right. And I almost said, if I don't act right, well, if I don't act right, then end the relationship. If that's how it is, if, if it's something that is so bad and so detrimental that we can't talk about it, then end the relationship. Why stay? Why keep on doing something that's hurting you? Why keep on going somewhere that's not feeding you? Why keep on being in something that is taking life away from you? In that case, go. Bye. And that's not bye to say like obnoxious bye. It's, it's bye to say that might be healthy for both of us. That might be uh, something for both of us. A beneficial, a beneficial uh, arrangement for both of us. Instead of relying on a, a lack of discipline, what that mean? That mean every time we get into an argument, you gonna go talk to side boy. Every time we get into, every time you you uh, do something crazy or, or or catch an attitude, I'm gonna go talk to side girl. No, no. 
if it's not worth communication, then you shouldn't be doing it at all. Let me get back to this because I, I, I want to close with this. There is a gift in finding your one. And when I say your one, I'm spelling it W-O-N. Mm. There is a gift in finding your one. When you think about your one as O-N-E, it might be restrictive. It might feel restrictive. It might feel like you are uh, uh, like jailed to this person, right? chained to this person, even if they're doing wrong and whatever, whatever. Having a one might feel like you could have a, a two or a three and a four. It's a number, right? Numbers operate in succession. So if you say, I found my one, you could also find your two. <laughs> you could also find your five. But finding your one, W-O-N, means that you found your victory. You found that gift. You found that person that even when you're you're losing, even when you're you're acting crazy, even when you don't feel like you're connecting properly, even when you don't feel like uh, uh, it's all there, even when they aren't giving you what you require at the moment, even when they are spending too much time at the office or they are working too much or they are going out too much or they are uh, um not being affectionate or are spending too much time at home and are and, and are requiring uh, more affection than you're, than you're willing to give, even whatever, however you guys are not connecting at that time. If you find your one, you find the W-O-N, you find that person that it's just something. It's just something that, that, that you, that just feel, and not only feels right, but that is right because that person, the, Everyone is not willing to communicate with you. I know a lot of people that are not willing to communicate with me when it comes to, to relationships because I have certain views and I have certain standards and I have certain guidelines. Right. I'm not willing to communicate with a lot of other people that have views and guidelines and standards and, 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 and things that are misaligned with mine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the point of courting. Courting, right? You think about dating and courting. Courting meaning like, you know, judging, see see if we fit together, right? And courting, right? Uh, so is <sighs> Yeah. When you find your one, you find someone that is willing to communicate with you through anything. Let's talk. I, I, I was saying this the other day to someone, right? Um and this is, you know, whether it's a friendship or a business relationship, whatever, there has to be an open line of communication. Once there's an open line of communication and there's a, an under, there's a, a contract that whatever happens, we're going to try to understand each other. We're going to try to understand why it's happening and what's happening and how we can fix it. Once there's an open understanding, an open level of, of communication, then things can be healed. You can't heal what you don't reveal. You can't heal a disease if you don't understand what the root or, or pain if you don't understand what the root cause of it is. Or you can't heal a disease if you don't understand what the disease is. That's why people study the disease. And in a relationship, you got, you got to study each other. You should know exactly who the other person is. You shouldn't be hiding anything from your partner. Your partner shouldn't be hiding anything from you. You should know exactly who that person is. 
the old people, right? The, and, and we we look down on old relationships. We look down on old folk. We look down on past generations. But past generations had such a strength that we don't have because they made it so comfortable for us. And, and technology has made it so comfortable for us to just dispose of people so quickly. But old people had a strength. When they found that person, it was like they had the same heartbeat. You, you hear old folk talking about that. My grandparents who had, they went through their ups and downs, right? But I look at them and, and they had, what, 60-something years together? One moved, the other moved. One, it, it was a, a total syncopation. And we lack that because we so, we're so in this, in this era, in this phase of, of the world where we want to be us, we want to do it ourselves and be ourselves. And I'm so, it's, it's all about me and my thing and this is me, no, 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 no. And we're so unwilling to commit. We're so unwilling to compromise. And, and our ego stops us from communicating. So relationally, we are bankrupt. And that's not a judgment on, on any of the parties involved. But you got to fight for love. Love ain't free. Love ain't free. It's work. It's like showing up to your job uh, every week and, and, and looking for a check but never going. It's like showing up to your bank and trying to uh, um, withdraw money but ain't nothing in the bank. You ain't put nothing in there, so how can you get something out of it? That's just a law of nature. If you love someone, you put into it. And look... I, and, and I'll say this about the situation about the people, right? I respect how they did it. Did they have to do it in front of the world, huh? You know, they 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 have their agenda for that. They people all are going to be selling, right? The people, you know, people people trying to get a bag, right? And it's good to open up conversation. It's a good dialogue opener. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. That's cool. It, it has opened up this dialogue, so great. I love it. I respect how they did it. Regardless of whether it was in person, uh, in private or public, you sit down and you talk and you say, you know what? Okay, how can we fix this? Though I don't believe personally that uh, a polyamorous relationship is a fix for it. It, it. it might be a numbing agent. It might be a Band-Aid. It's not a fix for it. But that's them if they want to do that. If that's, if, if that's what you want to do, that's fine. My thing always is the fix has to come through us sitting down and doing some real self work, doing some real hard work, some real hard struggle. And then all these entanglements that that we're in, whether it's with a person, whether it's with work, because some people, people who may not be so ambitious may just be cheating on you with work. You, every time you get pissed off, they're going to go in their office and, and just work and not have to deal with the reality of who you are. So they're, they're taking their your relationship outside of the relationship and venting to to their work, releasing to their work, releasing to to drinking and drugs, releasing to uh uh uh. It doesn't have to be just a person. We all do it. We when we ref, when we refuse to communicate with each other, we're gonna find some way to release. <clears throat> not just maybe not just being to a person. <clears throat> Hmm. So we got to find ways to communicate. That's the biggest thing, man. That's the biggest thing, man. Like, 
and I'm not trying to look down on anybody. I really can't because I'm not the biggest uh, relationship guy. I'm not no relationship guru. I'm not. I'm just someone who has had enough experiences, negative experiences, to be able to sit down and say, "All right, where where did I go wrong?" And realizing where I went wrong, I I know I, I could I could say certain things. I could say certain things. Like that's the thing. I'm not perfect at all. I'm not perfect at all. I'm super duper flawed. Like flawed. Like flawed. 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 <laughs> but the willingness to communicate and not just communicate with yourself. What do you need to tell yourself? Hey, Kyle, sit down. You being a jerk right now. When you tell yourself that, then you can speak to another person. Communication is key. 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 And it's the lock. In the last two minutes or so, I want to give give that much attention to it, but I'll give the last two minutes. If you a person that is willing to go in between someone else's relationship, uh, and again, I don't want to get into the personal aspect of it because he said he got permission, but if you're willing to go into... Uh, another person's home and by home I don't just mean the physical abode I mean uh, uh, where where comfort once lived and you're willing to insert yourself into it it says a little something about you I'm not gonna lie that's how I feel that's how I, I that's what I believe it says something about you right shout to the guys that that wait for relationships to end Right, and 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 I used to be that person, so I know everything I'm telling you. I know because I did the bad part of it. Right, I, I, it's not me being perfect. It's not me trying to wag the finger. It's me talking to myself and saying, "Yo, you were stupid for that. You were messed up for that. You were wrong for that." And 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 learning the lesson from that, so now I could kick the lesson back out. <clears throat> Don't be that guy. Don't be that woman that's waiting outside someone's door for them for, for, for them to get into a fight with their significant other and then you come in and op and, and be an opportunist. Literally being a home wrecker, whether you a woman or a man. That's bogus. That's that's to me to me that's that's clown stuff. That's bobo stuff. I don't like it. Let people work themselves. Now, if if there has been a resolve, <laughs> right? If there's a big resolve that says, okay, <clears throat> we got to go. This ain't working. Then, okay, cool. Yeah, boom. Well, if, if the relationship is over and done with, then yeah, boom. Okay, cool. Do you do, you know, we, we, we cool. But if you are willing to get in the middle of an active relationship, you are a bozo. And I'm just going to say it like that. You are guilty because you don't know what would have happened if, 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 if there could have been a communication. What would have happened if there could have been a communication had you not inserted yourself into the equation? But now that you've inserted yourself into the equation, there ain't going to be no communication because the person has options. Chris Rock said you only as faithful as your options, right? To end with this, because it's about to run out. When you find your one, you lose your options. 
when you th that's the good thing and the bad was well, not a bad thing but it might seem like a bad thing but it's not it's a good thing when you find your one you lose your options you find your one you find that person that that you say you know what i don't know what it is but i can't live without this person I need to be better. Whatever that person is, is is missing and needing, I need to figure out a way to find it. I need to figure out a way to grow myself. I need to read some books. I need to take some classes. I need to go get counseling. I need to do something to grow towards that person. Because that's my one. That's what I need. I need this person. There ain't no other option. No other option. But if you, if you operate like there are a million other fish in the sea, even when you are in a committed relationship, you claim it's a committed relationship, then you will act like that. <clears throat> and every time you get into a fight, you just swipe right. Every time you disagree, swipe right. Every time you, you feel whatever, swipe right. Feel a little bit uncomfortable, swipe right. Feel a little bit challenged, swipe right. Feel your ego is being tested, swipe right. What are you going to do? You're going to stay and commit and, and, and work through things and talk through things. One of the worst things a person can do in my book is to leave conversations early. It's to walk away from a conversation without being without the conversation being resolved. To be so egotistical and be so self-centered and be so haughty that you can just walk away from a conversation. Oh, whatever. When you find your one, you can't walk away. Your options go away. You say, I, 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 I won. I don't want to be a loser. I won. I won. That should be the goal. Shouldn't be to, to, to get, get some quick smash. Shouldn't be to bandage or, or numb your, your loneliness for the night or for the week or for the month. Or for the season. Cuffing season, right? Should be to find your one. Find your victory. I pray that you find your one. Think good. See good. Do good. But most importantly, <laughs> be good. I love y'all. Peace.